Hey, it's Justin Logan from The Cabin Studio. If you have an audio recording need, come see us. Here at The Cabin, we specialize in bringing your music to life. No band? No problem. Unfinished arrangement? No problem. Got a verse that you just don't really like, but the rest of the song is really good? Man, I can help you with that too. We're here to help you realize your music and meet you at whatever stage of creation you're in, from idea inception all the way to mastering. Whatever you need, we can take care of you. Come see us at The Cabin, where we make vibes. another thrilling that's right thrilling with a capital t episode of the spudflex podcast with me jesse white here and as always uh my main man my tag team partner in this podcasting world mr dathan john yeah yeah what do you let me ask you something uh uh, let's say you come out you know aew wwe it's a full crowd, you know. You're at the the Cox Convention Center. What kind of pop? You, well, what kind of reaction do you think you're gonna get? Do you think you're gonna get a pop? Do you think you're gonna get a boo? They're gonna be like, "Who the hell is this guy? <laughs> <laughs> Who are you?" No, that it's uh, like uh, like they say uh, uh, over the UK, like "Who the fuck are you? <laughs> Who is this fucking guy? Yeah, who the fuck is this guy?" Kind of regular. Yeah, so uh, I don't know if you heard, but, uh, you know, uh, we, we had talked um, a few weeks ago, you know, about Jake Paul, brother of uh, Logan Paul out there, raising heck, you know, starting some stuff with uh, Conor McGregor and company. Um, yeah. Yeah. What, uh, you know, real quick. Yeah. Well, well uh, what do you, who do you think um, has a better chance? Of beating uh, Conor McGregor, Jake Paul or Logan Paul? Oh man! If Conor McGregor is gonna lose, he has to be like fighting both of them at the same time. That's the only way he's gonna <laughs> lose. I uh, uh, I a guy that I'm friends with currently. Um, he tells the story. You know, and of course, this is uh, second information, so do yeah. with his information what you will. But he tells this story about a buddy of his who beat up two brothers. He beat up one guy, and then immediately after beating up the first guy, the other brother stepped in. He got beat up too. Uh, I feel like that's kind of embarrassing. You know, you got you and your brother go out there and get beat up by the same guy. <laughs> what does that say about your know. family? <laughs> You've brought your yeah, family but... eternal shame. <laughs> yeah, that, that that bloodline's not too strong out there. So. <laughs> you bring the great dishonor. There you go. There you go. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. So, no, no, no truth to that rumor. Just figured uh, we start with that. But uh, anyways, um, so uh, you know, we'll just go ahead and get into it. 
Um, I know that the last time we had sat down, we had talked about some TLC, uh, which I believe was the last pay-per-view of the year. Is that correct? Yes, sir. It sure was. Uh, all righty. So uh, TLC. Um, and, you know, we can kind of uh, we can touch on some matches, spend a little bit more time or we can just kind of breeze through it however you want to do it. Um, but uh, what was your overall take of TLC? I think it was solid. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. It, it uh, you know, lots of great matches. You know, some surprises. You know, with the return of Charlotte Flair, and uh, oh, what's his name, Miz, cashing in his money in the bank, mm-hmm. all that great fun stuff. I mean, obviously, you know, they're not as you know fun as they used to be, but you know, with mm-hmm. what WWE has, it was. I thought it was great for you. Yeah, for sure. You know, you had mentioned, um, uh, you know, the Miz cashing in that money in the bank, you know, and then, uh, of course, Charlotte Flair coming back, um, <clears throat> you know, making her uh, illustrious return, um, you know, and uh, yeah, and I thought overall, um, I agree, you know, I thought overall the card was, it was better than what we've seen this year from WWE, um, you know, it certainly was, yeah, it, uh you know, it's hard to say. It's hard to judge these cards because, you know, you're in pandi- pandemic, um, you know, wrestling. And, then you know, there's, there's you don't have the big crowds. You're doing this at the Thunderdome. Um, yeah. You know, WWE was getting, you know, um, <clears throat> at the beginning of the pandemic, WWE was getting into this thing where it was like they were having these cinematic matches. And then it was just, yeah. So um, this one was, uh, I'll say it was better. You know, I, I don't know if it was good, but it was better than what we've seen. So kind of better for, by comparison, you know? Yeah. For what for what they have, I think I feel like it was good. No, obviously we would want this, you know, in a in a uh, you know, a live situation where there's actual people. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it was like, it was like I said, no, W's working with what they have. So it gets a pass from me. Yeah, for sure. You know, you're you're just gonna, um, you know, you gotta kind of um, do, you know, uh, do with uh, what you will. You know, like yeah. like you have take what you can get. Take what you get. Yeah, for sure. You know, so um, it's uh, you know, it's one of those things of, um, I feel like a, a lot of uh, stuff got recycled um, in this pay per view. I feel like you know. Um, uh, you know, uh, of course, with uh, Randy Orton, you know, beating, uh, uh, you know, yeah. setting the fiend on fire, you know, um, <clears throat> and then, uh, you know, and you, of course, you're going to have Roman Reigns ret- retain his title. You know, um, I, you know, I, I, I thought that'd be kind of crazy to try to um, give that to um, Kevin, Kevin Owens. Owens. Yeah. yeah, I almost forgot his name there. <laughs> and then um, and then, of course, uh you know, Charlotte Flair kind of coming back and uh, beating Nia Jax and uh, Shanna Baszler. Um, or, our, <clears throat> should I say, sorry, skip there for a second. Uh, Asuka, Charlotte Flair, uh, Nia Jax and Shanna Baszler. Um, and then, of course, uh, you know, she, uh, I, I believe that sets her as, she's the crippled, or triple crown champion, right? For the women's crippled uh, uh, crown champion. She's- She's the, uh, she's on a, um, uh, what do they call it? The Grand Slam. Yeah, well, and then uh, I believe she is the uh, Triple Crown, if I'm not mistaken. 
she's won the Royal Rumble. She's won the Money in the Bank. Um, she's won the uh, you know both titles, uh, both you know women's titles, and then she's won the. Um, has she won the uh, I believe so. I don't think she has. I think it was a uh, Carmella. Well, hold on, on, on. That's right. You're right. She has not. Yeah, she she's won. So my mistake. Uh, trying to give her more credit than she deserves, but uh, <laughs> yeah. And then of course she's won the tag titles with um, Oscar. Um, you know, so um, it to me it kind of you know it just seems like uh, WWE's kind of going with the safer option in a lot of these. You know, Randy Orton picking up the win. Um, you know, Roman Reigns, and then of course Charlotte Flair coming back. You know, although it wasn't um, in the singles competition, but she she of course came back and um, got those tag titles with uh, Oscar, who you know. Um, for those of you listening, if uh, definitely go back and check out some of the matches between Charlotte Flair and Asuka. They're uh, pretty good. Some of the better matches, you know, we, we've seen, um, you know, not just in that women's division, but just, you know, overall. And, um, yeah, some good stuff. Um, did, now, um, you know, I, I want to get your take. What what do you think? Um when you when you see this kind of from WWE, these kind of safer options, they're kind of going with what they know. Are you? Is it? Is it starting to drag for you, or is it? You're okay with it. Me myself, I'm okay with it. You know, I. You know, wrestling is not the same as what it was, and you know, one, hopefully, once you know the pandemic is over, and you know, WWE is, has more. You know, we're going to do stuff and have people in. You know, I mean, I think the main thing is, you know, there's just no crowd going on. So they mm-hmm. have no, there's no, um, you just don't have that feeling anymore. You know what I mean? Like, these matches, you know, might feel, you know, even, even though they are, you know, like you said, you know, recycling, you know, some old rivalries and things like that. You know, they, they might be better if they were in front of a live audience as opposed to, mm-hmm. you know, 12-year-old kids on, on the webcam looking at it, you know, looking like <laughs> NBA yeah. finals, you know. You know, it's, it's, <laughs> it's I, I feel like, you know, once everything is, you know, back to, you know, quote-unquote normal, I think everything will be a lot better as far as, you know, production and quality-wise. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if that answered your question or not, but... No, 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 I did I... Well, you know, you did. Um, it's, uh, you know, and, and and for me, you know, I, I, um, I like to see things shaken up a little bit. You know, of course, I, you know, I, as I'd uh, mentioned previously, um, I didn't think that they were going to take that belt off Roman Reigns. Um, you know, it's just kind of, I feel like keeping Roman Reigns the champion, you know, at least for right now, pandemic or not, is you know is the better option. You know, especially. Oh, yeah, you know, especially with kind of him getting his title run, kind of fleshing that out, um, being that badass ass kicker, <clears throat> you know. Um, really, I, you know, it, exactly. Like, I, it, it, there's still a lot. There, there's still more uh, gas in the tank. You know, there's still there's still more things to be um, done with that. And um, you know, and of course, Randy Orton. I I feel like okay, he's gonna get over all over. The fiend, you know, he's gonna set him on fire. Why not? I guess, um, you know, and um, uh, uh, you know, and you had mentioned, um, 
the Miz, almost forgot his name. Uh, you mentioned the Miz, you know, cashing in that money in the bank um, uh, um, between uh, or in the making. Can't talk today. Making the um, Drew McIntyre and uh, AJ Styles match a triple threat, triple threat rather. And then, of course, uh, Drew McIntyre retains over um, AJ Styles and uh, the Miz, which I feel like Drew McIntyre was by himself, right? So you, you yeah, Drew McIntyre yeah. out there by himself. AJ Styles has uh, Omos with him, and then uh, of course you know the Miz has uh, his tag partner John Morrison, um, you know, and then Drew McIntyre still got it done, you know. So it was, um, yeah, nothing really left to be said there, you know. And then um, of course we got a Biggie, uh, Daniel Bryant, um, Chad Gable, um, and then uh, what? Uh, Otis, right, and yeah, and then picking up the win over um, King Corbin, uh, Sami Zayn, Cesaro, and uh, Shinsuke Nakamura. Yeah. You know, in the opener, um, you know, of course we had Sh- Sasha Banks, uh, you know, def- uh, defending her title against uh, Carmella, um, which you know, again, not bad. You, kinda, you know, you kind of knew that one was gonna. Yeah. Uh, what do you? What do you? What do you? Real quick, since we're talking about Sasha Banks, have you seen her new look? The quote unquote new look of Sasha Banks. Oh, the other day where she like looked all tatted up and everything. Yeah. I think she uh watched a couple too many Ruby Riot matches. <laughs> she said uh, what what's that uh, the pretty reckless. I I feel like she's going through a pretty reckless uh phase. <laughs> yeah. Mom, yeah, it's not I... a phase. <laughs> who I am. Yeah, her mom's uh, driving her to a hot topic, you know, in the uh, <laughs> yeah. in the station wagon. Yeah, uh, yeah. Oh <laughs> man, I, I watched a uh, not to get off topic, but I watched a uh, black metal documentary um, the other day, and it was funny, you know, how we mentioned the whole mom taking you to the hot topic. There's these mm-hmm. you know kids who are dressed up in corpse paint, and for those of you who don't know what corpse paint is, look it up. Um, but they're all decked out. And you know, corpse paint, black, you know, spikes, the whole nine, right? They're getting out of their uh-huh. grandparents' little 1978 Honda Civic or whatever it is. <laughs> Probably so. Right. All right, I'll pick you up here at seven. Don't do nothing stupid. Yeah, hell, Satan, all that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but that's that's pretty much what that reminded me of. <laughs> yeah, for sure. You know, the um, I think uh, you got uh. Uh, you know, she, she has the, the chest tat. She has uh, some other tattoos out there. Kind of, you know, like I said, looking like Ruby Riot a little bit. Um, yeah, I mean, it's sure. Why not? You know, I mean, pandemic, pandemic uh, pro wrestling. Um, you know, I kind of dig it. You know, if she if she kind of had more of that, kind of ditch the uh, the boss, um, legit boss. Uh, uh, Gimmick, you know, um, gimmick, and then yeah. okay. So are these work. like actual tattoos that she has, or is this just like you know some? I don't know. I, I believe they are. I want to believe they are. Holy shit! Uh, she did, that's gnarly. <laughs> she uh, went a lot you know, that. I want to believe they are. You know, I don't want to read anymore. I I seen the I seen the picture, and I thought like, okay, and oh, uh, this is a new direction. Again. What's that? 
So I'm looking this up on my laptop really quick. Oh, okay. No, no, no. Go ahead, man. Um, but uh, while you're doing that, um, you know, of course, we have um, the Hurt Business, uh, you know, with Cedric Alexander and uh, the great Shelton Benjamin um, with, you know, MVP getting uh, getting a win, getting that, getting those tag titles, the Raw tag titles, um, taking them off of uh, the new day of Kofi Kingston and Xavier Woods. Um, and of course, we talked about Oscar and Charlotte Flair uh, beating Nia Jackson, Shayna Baszler, and then Rome Reigns, of course, uh, defeating Kevin Owens, and then you know, and then Randy Orton uh, burning the fiend alive. So uh, some good stuff coming from pulling pulling the old cane there. Yeah, when when you know, I feel like uh, uh, if Glenn Jacobs, aka Kane, isn't out there. Sitting a uh, you know a bill, uh, you know because you know at, as you recall, uh, Kane famously set uh, Jr. on fire, and then uh, yeah, I don't remember those days. Good times. Oh yeah, good times. You, you get to see a fifty-year-old Bell palsy victim get lit on fire <laughs> uh, by a bald Kane with two different colored eyes. Good times. And then years later, he'll become uh, mayor of Knox County. So, uh, Could you could you imagine people's um, reaction when they seen that he was running for mayor or governor <laughs> or whatever it was? It's like, uh-oh. I think during – I think I want to say I've seen a video where he was doing like a uh, – I don't want to say it was like a press conference, but it was like one of those like public meeting deals, and he ended up choke slamming someone through a table, which was hilarious. He's oh yeah, yeah, for sure. He's all up in a suit, and then he puts his mask on and choke slams the guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's um, I believe I did see that. I I feel like, you know, if you're in Knox County, you got to swing by and, and and talk to uh, Mayor King, you know, and uh, you know who knows if you uh you you put some money into that uh slush fund, maybe uh <laughs> maybe you get a choke slam or tombstone. Who knows? I don't know. Uh, uh, but, uh, would you mind choke slamming me really quick? On my <laughs> yeah, let me put. Yeah, exactly. There you go for the gram. Yeah. The gram. Did you? Uh, okay. any, any update? Um. Yeah. So these are not real. Ah, it was. Ooh. It was a. Uh, she had made a tweet, Twitter, Twitter post that you know they said Ruby Riot hashtag makeup inspo. So we have the final word. These are not real, thank God. <laughs> we have been doofed, befuddled, flabbergasted. Yeah. Now it's okay. Well, it's even it's less cool than. I feel like I, I feel like if she actually did this, Vince McMahon would like you know have a, a hernia or something. <laughs> for, for, for those of you who don't know, like you know when you're in you know this. WWE and everything, you can't go and make, you know, body modifications. Like, if you have long hair, you can't just go and get a haircut because you feel like it because you have this, you know, quote-unquote character that you're, you know, portraying. So, I mean, it would be like, you know, one week Undertaker's dead man, you know, choke, uh, tombstone people, and then he comes back the next week and he's got this, you know, flat top or, you know, whatever you want to, whatever haircut you want to give him. It would take away from, you know, his character. But, I mean, 
you know, if she did this, I feel like she could pull that off. Yeah, for sure. Oh, yeah. Vince would wig out. Definitely a good look. You know, I was uh, like, hey, I I see you. I see you. No, it's uh, slide you know. on up in the DMs. <laughs> well, I don't know. I mean, I, I can try. I don't think that she'll she'll uh, you know respond, but they're there. Just saying. No, uh, you gotta have faith, Jesse. Exactly. You gotta shoot your shot, you know. And uh, sometimes you you might just land it. Sometimes and you don't. Sometimes you'll airball. <laughs> there you go. Sometimes you'll hit a half court shot. Sometimes you'll airball. Uh, sometimes, you know, uh, which I failed to mention earlier, sometimes, um, John Morrison, John Morrison will cash in your money in the bank on your behalf and, uh, you'll still lose the match, but you get your briefcase <laughs> back, back. And, uh, I guess because people want the Miz to be a world champion. I don't know. I've, I've never been a big fan of the Miz. If we're just being honest, he's kind of, uh, he's, he's not good. You know, I wouldn't say he's not, you know, not good, but he's definitely not. I mean, more, I mean like, you know, he's had his, you know, his world title run, which was okay for mm-hmm. 2010 or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. Um, but just, just like now, I couldn't see him, you know, the way that things are in WWE, just couldn't see him being, you know, the guy to have a title run. Even if oh, for sure. For, for like, you know, a week or two. Whatever, mm-hmm. but you know, then also to for WWE to, um, I'm kind of going on a rant, so sorry, but um, no, rant away to give him back the money in the bank. That's never ever happened. Mm-hmm. Like, ne- like you know, when Mister Kennedy lost his his money in the bank to Edge, you know, they didn't say, "Oh, just kidding, we're gonna give you know Mister Kennedy back the the money in the bank." So here you go, or you know, mm-hmm. they didn't they didn't do that when. Um, Baron Corbin, you know, screwed up his cash-in opportunity. You know, I, I mean, I get, you know, they have a a storyline that they're going with and a thing that they're doing, but come on. Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. Yeah, you know, and then you had mentioned Mr. Kennedy. <clears throat> you know, he famously, um, you know, I believe he was misdiagnosed with an injury. Uh, at first, he was told that he was going to be out uh, six months Turns out it was only one month, uh, but at that time, after that, uh, but that um, he found that out after he had lost his money in the bank um, uh, briefcase to Edge, and then um, there were plans for him to come back. And then uh, the story goes that uh, both Randy Orton and John Cena had said, "Hey, uh, Mr. Kitty is unsafe. You know, we don't want to work with him." And then Mr. Kennedy, you know, of course. Missed another opportunity, and then ultimately was fired. Ended up in TNA, and then you know, I don't know. Maybe he's uh, selling uh, uh, fruit on the highway. I don't know. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah, he, but, he was uh, what, Mr. He was Mr. Anderson in TNA or something like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mr. Anderson, and, and it was basically the same gimmick as you know, Mr. Kennedy. Kennedy, you know. Um, had the mic came down, announced himself. Yeah, so that was, okay, um, but, legit. I, I make fun of that guy every now and then. That was that was mm-hmm. a decent interest to have you, you know, introduce yourself. Yeah, for sure. Well, him. you know, and the um, you know, since we're talking about Mr. Kennedy, you know, I I enjoyed it for what it was. You know, um, when Mr. Kennedy 
um, had that initial run, which I believe was back in 2008, 2009, uh, or 2007, 2008 run. You know, I dug it, you know, for, for the most part. You know, the, the mic came down, he announced himself. Um, you know, he was, I felt like he was a good worker, you know, he, his promos were good, you know, he had a good look. So he had all the things I could see why WWE wanted to put the title on him, wanted to push him. And then of course, um, that just, you know, uh, different circumstances didn't work out, but you know, I felt like he would have been a better world champion than, than the Miz. You know, I felt like he was having good matches and it's just, and he could have been up there. I feel like there's a different um, alternate timeline. There's an alternate timeline where we remember Mr. Kennedy along with Edge, Randy Orton, John Cena, kind of mm-hmm. of that uh, of that era, you know. So, yeah. but just uh, just didn't work out. So, you know, hey, uh, here's to you, Mr. Kennedy. I'm raising my uh, my bottle of water to you. Uh, but uh, yep, salute. but uh, it's it. Salute. There you go. On New Year's <laughs> Eve, which by the way, we're we're about like twenty four minutes in, and uh, we haven't mentioned it's New Year's Eve. So, uh, happy New Year's Eve, everybody! By the time you listen to this, though, it will already be the new year. But uh, we wish you the Hopefully best. Hopefully, you got an Uber. Hopefully, you got an Uber. Hopefully, you got a ride home. Hopefully, uh, you know, you didn't get too cray. But uh, uh, anything else you want to talk about on this card before we uh, transition? Man, I think we are golden. We are golden, Pony Boy. So, um, kind of switching over real quick, though, um, since uh, I love to ask you these kind of random ass questions. Uh, what is uh, for you? What's a good go to, uh, you know, drink when you get home? You know, you get home, you pop open a, a cold one. Uh, what's either the go to beer or what's the go to drink? And if you uh, don't drink, what's the go to? Um, non-alcoholic drink. You know, I haven't been much into alcohol lately. Um, mm-hmm. I've been drinking these like clear American, you know, soda water things that you get at like Walmart. The cherry yeah. limeade is on points. I love those. But wow. in, in an alternate reality, if I am drinking mm-hmm. alcohol, I'm going for a margarita because you can't go wrong with a good margarita. Who, who who makes the best margaritas where you're at? Um, it's a tie, like legit, between Buffalo Wild Wings and Mexico Joe's. From what I've had. What 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 was the event? Uh, Buffalo Wild Wings and Mexico Joe's. It's like Mexico it's Joe's like, is, oh, like a, okay. is like a spinoff of Eskimo Joe's. Right. Right. Okay. Uh-huh. Very cool. I think, uh, you know, down here in Ida, Oklahoma, um, I believe uh, a lot of people are high on um, the uh, margaritas at Polo. So, yeah, there's there's that, I guess. I, uh, back when I was, uh, you know, drinking, um, I uh, I got into, uh, you know, PBRs there at the end, the Miller Highlight. Yeah. Uh, some of the more smoother beer, beers. I was never a craft beer guy. I feel like I feel like if you're a craft beer guy, I'm just gonna go ahead and say it. You're you're kind of pretentious. I feel like <laughs> you know. Let's yeah. just just uh, let's just get it out there. So I don't know. Just uh, was never yeah. for me. I used to love Jaeger, but uh, Jaeger did not love me. So 
Yeah, I've never, I've never but, been uh, crazy with, with beer. Like, you know, starting off, you know, it it's always just been kind of bland for me. Like, I just hate the taste. And then, you mm-hmm. know, a little a little before, you know, pandemic mode went in and I was drinking a little bit more, um, beer kind of just tastes like water after a while. And, wow, okay. Uh, you, drink, you drink a lot of water. In this case, you know, Coors Light. You're gonna wake up with bruises and not knowing where the hell, you know, you did to acquire such things. But mm-hmm. alas, you know, alas. Alas, if, I'm picking, if, if I'm picking between beer and margarita, it's gonna be a margarita. You know, I feel like, you know, I mean, we keep going off on these tangents. It's just weird. <laughs> but you know, I feel like, you know, me, I, I like to taste stuff rather than just, you know, I, I want it to have a flavor. You know, not just be bland and, you know. Some weird bong water in a can. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely no weird bong water in a can for sure. <laughs> uh, yeah, but uh, so switching gears here, um, <clears throat> you know, um, I know that you are a we're we're both fans of AEW. I feel like we're both want to see AEW succeed. Um, you know, and kind of be a a, 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 um, a strong competitor to WWE. Um, you know, and that brings us to our next order of business, uh, uh, the exalted one, Brody Lee, has uh, recently passed away. I believe he was in his early 40s. Um, you know, great talent, uh, Luke Harper over in uh, WWE, but uh, Brody Lee, the exalted one of uh, the Dark Order um, over in uh, AEW. And unfortunately, he has passed away. Um, now, what are your overall thoughts on Brody Lee slash Luke Harper? And um, what uh, what can we learn from a guy like that, kind of a big man like that? Yeah, I was, uh, you know, I'm not going to lie. I was never, like, you know, a super, you know, crazy, you know, Luke Harper fan or um, Brody Lee fan. Like, you know, mm-hmm. I, I, I did enjoy his, you know, time with, you know, when he was doing the Wyatt family. You know, mm-hmm. whenever it was him, Luke, or not Luke Harper, um, Bray Wyatt, Eric Rowan, and that short mm-hmm. extent they have with Braun Strowman, you know, where they're like this unstoppable force. I thought that was cool. Um, it definitely, you know, whenever, you know, uh, Dark Order was talking about, oh, you know, the, you know, Exalted One's going to be here, their leader, it, it, it shocked me that they had, um, had Brody Lee, you know, debut. And it was kind of like a, a good shock, like, because um, I, know, I know at that point, WWE had let, because of the pandemic, they had, you know, let a bunch of, you know, like three quarters of their talent go, which is unfortunate. You know, some of them have appeared on AEW, mm. but I felt like, you know, whenever I seen him with the Dark Order, I thought that made, you know, total sense as far as, you know, character placement goes. I thought mm-hmm. he had a good run, you know, with the time that he did have. You know, with, he had his matches with, you know, Cody Rhodes and, you know, everybody. But, you know, I was, you know, he wasn't, you know, he, he was a good wrestler for sure. He just wasn't at the top of my radar, if that makes sense. Like, you know, he, he's definitely had the talent to, to do that and everything. Mm-hmm. He just, he just wasn't, you know, my preferred wrestler, you know what I mean? No, I got you. He he wasn't, you know, your go-to. You know, I I kind of feel the same way. You know, I feel like I liked his stuff uh, with uh, with the Wyatt family. You know, um, I I thought he was an interesting choice for uh, the Exalted One. 
of the the Dark Order. It was kind of like um, it was interesting. It was an interesting take, um, you know. And of course, his uh, you know you had mentioned his matches uh, or his match with uh, Cody Rose. You know, of course, he was the uh, the former uh, TNT um, champion. Um, you know, and uh, had uh, uh, over in WWE had just a plethora of matches um, with just a lot of a uh, lot of great talent over there. You know, um, he for a big man for a guy that big, you know, I felt like he worked well. You know, um, he I I really enjoyed his uh, Bludgeon Brothers um, run with uh, Eric Rowan. You know, oh with, yeah, that uh, was um, great. Yeah, see, that was cool. I, I like that more than I, I I think the Wyatt family. The Wyatt family wasn't you know it wasn't bad. It was just yeah. um, compared you know compared to two. I I really like the stuff that he was doing with Eric Rowan. The uh, yeah, the chemistry that they were doing. Yeah. yeah, exactly. The whole gimmick, you know, and it was um, I really enjoyed that, you know. And uh, it's uh, it's very unfortunate that uh, you know uh, I don't want to say young, but you know, yeah, of course, he was in his forties. But you know, a, a guy who had that level definitely, of success. Definitely too young to pass away for sure. Exactly. So it's it, you know it's a guy of a uh, guy that talented, the guy who had that much success, who kind of um, who I felt like uh, the Dark Order. It was kind of a uh, uh, you know ma- making him leader of the of the um, Dark Order was kind of eh for me. But hey man, he, he's just uh, he's just an employee. You know, he, he's just gonna yeah. do what the bosses say. Do what you know. And of course, um, yeah, when they bring him in, you know, they're not going to. Um, you know, they wanted to bring him in hot. They wanted to make look strong. And, yeah, um, yeah so I I get it, you know, and um, I enjoyed it. It was, uh, I, I wish we could have seen more, um, but unfortunately, we will not, uh, yeah. you know. I feel, like, uh, I feel like he didn't have enough time really to really. Oh, for sure. Establish yeah. Establish so, himself, you know what I mean? Oh, for sure. Yeah. You know, so it was like, it was just, um, it was just one of those things of, um, I feel like uh, he was getting that momentum behind him, you know. And, uh, yeah, he was, really. Yeah, he was priming for uh, bigger and better things, and then just, uh, you know, just unfortunately he got sick and then uh, had complications, non-COVID lung complications, and, uh, you know, unfortunately passed away. But AEW um, did immortalize um, uh, Brody Lee with. Uh, they gave his son the uh, the title. They were titled, retired the TNT title, and then gave it to um, Brody's son. So that was really I think, cool. I thought, that, I thought, yeah, I thought that was really cool. Then, yeah, that, that that was really cool. Kind of a nice gesture, um, I believe. Um, um, uh, Brody Lee, you know, was uh, of course, you know, he wasn't in AEW at the beginning, um, you know, and of course, AEW is not a uh, they're not an old company, but um, I thought it was really cool that they thought enough of him to retire the title, give it to his son, and just kind of, you know, move on. So it was like, wh- whatever you want to say about AEW's booking or Tony Khan's booking or his decisions, uh, you know, I and I think, and, and WWE, of course, you know, aired a, um, I believe they aired a promo, you know, they had a re- released a, a press release on it. But um, AEW took a took it a step further and again and kind of uh, really showed um, Brody Lee's family 
how much they thought of the guy, you know, to give that title to his son, retire it. And uh, yeah, so. What, I mean, yeah. it's really not necessarily like surprising, but, you know, just. It was a nice you know, gesture. Yeah, I mean, it was, you know, it's like I was saying, he hasn't been, you know, top of my radar as far as, you know, of interest. But mm-hmm. just seeing, you know, everybody, whenever they were doing, you know, their eulogies, you know, talking about the guy, and not even on AW, and, um, like just everywhere, you know, every mm-hmm. Instagram post that I read, you know, it was, they all talked about how he was a great father, how, you know, he loved wrestling, how he loved his kids and all that, and, I mean, you know, you, you can't help but feel like you know the guy, you know, after reading, you know, all this stuff about him. And it, mm-hmm. it is very, just very unfortunate that he did pass away at such, you know, an early age. And it is unfortunate that his, you know, kids won't, you know, have a have a father there with him. Oh, for but, sure. You know what? Um, no, go ahead, Ed. No, no, no. I, well, I was just going to comment on that. What you were saying was, yeah, for sure, you know, um, you, um, they'll always kind of, uh, have those memories of their father, you know, so they'll be, they'll always be able to, to look back or they'll always be able to, um, hopefully, uh, you know, guys like, uh, Bray Wyatt and, uh, Eric Rowan and, uh, yeah. Ron Strowman, you know, all the guys that worked with, uh, Luke Harper slash Brody Lee, um, hopefully they, they look back and then, um, or hopefully, uh, all his colleagues are able to share those sto- stories and information with his kids and uh, just kind of let them know what their dad meant to them, but also, you know, what kind of guy he was, um, you know, in wrestling and, and his accomplishments and stuff. So, yeah, no, it was, uh, it was really cool. So hopefully, uh, hopefully we'll see, uh, you know, um, his son uh, get into wrestling maybe in the next 10, 20 years. And uh, who knows, maybe we'll have, a, <clears throat> you know, um, a Brody Lee 2.0. Maybe he'll Actually, be the. I did, uh, see a, uh, I did see a a deal where, and it might have been yeah you know, just internet stuff, but there's a thing where I want to say it was Tony Schiavone said that uh, once Tony Khan or Tony Khan had talked to Brody or something like that, and once you know he turned eighteen that they was going to sign him. Mm-hmm. You know, so, some along those lines. For sure. So yeah, definitely. So AEW needs to stick around at least for another. Uh, 10 to 11 years for that to happen. So, can't fail now, AEW. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, all joking aside, you know, uh, recipes to the exalted one, probably. So, yes, sir. yeah, um, got anything else you want to you wanna add there? Uh, I mean, you know, all the tribute matches that they had was solid, you know, where they had uh, Dark Order winning every, you know, match. You know, I, I feel like that was a good little touch to to that. Um, not a touch, but, a, you know, a good tribute to Brody. Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. Absolutely. So, uh, yeah, man. And, uh, you know, it was very, uh, very touching. Uh, you know, Bray Wyatt's eulogy, uh, you know, for his budding. So, yeah. And uh, Bray Wyatt, uh, the uh, the son of uh, uh, IRS over in uh, WWE. And, uh, you know, the, the grandson of Black Jack Mulligan, um, you know, the nephew of uh, Barry Windham. Um, yeah, so just a uh, uh, host of talent over there with the, uh, I believe his first name, his first name is Windham. So Windham Rotunda, a.k.a. Bray Wyatt, you know, he um, had a very touching tribute for uh, 
for you know his his friend uh, Brody Lee. We keep calling it Go- Brody Lee, but uh, I believe his real name is uh, Jake Huber. So John Huber, yeah, John Huber, yeah. Sorry, so John Huber, yeah, for sure. But um, but yeah, man. Uh, but kind of uh, switching gears here, uh, getting into uh, something a little bit more uplifting. Um, since this is the last year, uh, the last day rather of uh, 2020, um, you know, and, and there's enough to be said about uh, this uh, this year. You know, a lot of people unfortunately lost their jobs. You know, you know, just a lot of a lot of bad stuff's been going on. Um, now. And, and I think we've had like sports and wrestling and, and those things to distract us. Um, what's some of your highlights from what's some of the things, your top moments of things that you'll remember from not only wrestling, but just from like sports in general. I love how, you know, that every, everyone, you know, not, not just wrestling, but you know, NBA, NFL, you know, MLB, if you watch baseball, how, how they all, you know, found a way to keep going, you know, you know, uh, every, you know, every sport was put on hold, you know, to, you know, keep everybody safe. And, um, you know, especially, like, you know, NBA, how they had the bubble up in um, Florida, just to, you know, keep all of us, you know, entertained, you know, and, you know, WWE finding a way to, um, you know, or WWE having you know all their stuff take place at the performance center, and mm-hmm. it was just it was just you know nice to see how you know they still care about the fans enough to you know try and at least put something on you know regardless if you know they're recycling stuff you know they're just still wanting to entertain us, which was you know always a good gesture. Yeah, for sure. You know, and uh, it definitely, um, like I said, you know, definitely distracted us, you know, from a, a lot going on. You know, you had the uh, the UFC with uh, Fight Island and, of course, they had the uh, APAC Center in uh, Las Vegas. You know, you had um, the NBA with their bubble, you know, uh, NFL. Um, you know, we most recently just recently had uh, college uh, football, you know, kind of come back, um, you know, and of course you had uh, WWE doing their thing. Uh, the the uh, NHL, so you had all these um, major sports leagues, you know, uh, like you had said, kind of pushing forward, thriving, and uh, giving us a little bit of a distraction. Um, you know, unfortunately, uh, uh, my new favorite team, the Dallas Stars, did not win the Stanley Stanley Cup this year. Uh, the Thunder did not uh, get to the NBA Finals, um, but uh, that's all right. You know, we. Uh, we're pressing forward, um, you know, and uh, big this year. Yeah, yeah, you know, you had uh, Conor McGregor, and then well, was that their whole freaking team? Yeah, for sure. You know, so it was um, kind of uh, sad times all around. But twenty twenty one, you know, we're looking to the future. Um, hopefully, we get some. Uh, Hopefully things turn around, which they will. You know that. You know, I, we don't talk about it. I'm not. You know, we don't talk about it really. But uh, the Thunder. You know, they they have a nice young team. You know, they they, they have some um, Gildas Alexander. You know, he he's kind of uh, shaping up to be kind of one of the better um, uh, combo. You know, guards out there. Um, uh, well, maybe not out there, but he's shaping out to be a good combo guard. Um, yeah. 
Ah, uh, you know, and of course we, you know, we acquired Al Holford. Um, you know, then you had uh, Grant Hill. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Grant Hill. So maybe I feel like uh, the Thunder's lineup maybe isn't. It's not ideal, but no, we're under, not under we're, any circumstance. <laughs> but we're in a rebuilding phase, so I don't know. And, you know, with all those uh, first. Um, First round draft picks and um, some of uh, maybe do some trades. Uh, I don't know. Maybe maybe you know in two or three years from now, two or three seasons from now, we might be looking at a, a Thunder. Um, you know, maybe Thunder's winning the the, the Thunder. Sorry, uh, winning the NBA Finals, and uh, we'll look back and, and just kind of look back at these uh, as rebuilding years. Um, but uh, who knows? I don't know. Um, you know, it. I feel like the Thunder. They can't be worse than like the Kings or the Knicks. You know what I mean? Some of these other teams. because no, we actually make it to the playoffs. <laughs> yeah, there you go. So um, and uh, yeah, and I. It, it it was almost it was weird because it was before the pandemic. <clears throat> That uh, that Chris Paul led Thunder was they were doing a lot of good work. You know they were on the momentum. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, and they were on the strong momentum, and there was a lot of things going on. You could definitely see the leadership um, with what Chris Paul brought to the table, as opposed to like uh, Russell Westbrook uh, led Thunder, and they were moving the ball around a lot. A lot of exciting things were happening. Pandemic happens, it kind of halts the momentum. And then, uh, yeah, and then you just kind of, unfortunately, uh, uh, CP3 goes to the Suns. Uh, Dennis Schrouder goes to, I believe he went to he went Man, to Lakers. Lakers, yeah, there you go. He went to the Lakers. And then, um, yeah, so, and then Steven Adams, you know, of course, left. So yeah, he, went um, to, he went to New Orleans, and they came back tonight to play Thunder. And uh, Thunder... Really duped me on this one. They, uh, you know, whenever they, you know, traded off all their players, they had made, you know, the post saying goodbye, you know, to each player and yada, yada, yada. Well, today they had a video on their Instagram, you know, of a bunch of, you know, um, Stephen Adams clips. And I said, welcome back, mate. And I'm like, yo, Thunder got back, Stephen Adams, this is good. Come to find out, it's only they only said that because he's going to be at the. Um, they're only they're only they're playing Thunder tonight in Oklahoma City, so I was yeah. super oh, yeah. I was like mm, another dig in the heart. <laughs> well, you know, and and, and um, it's uh, they uh, uh, they did that with uh, Russell Westbrook um, when he came back, you know, after going to uh, Houston, um, you know, but uh, they didn't do that for Kevin Durant or Paul George. Which, uh, yeah, which, uh, yeah, which, okay, you know, we're just gonna, we're gonna do it like that, I guess, Thunder. So, um, you know, know, okay, unfortunately, uh, you know, I feel like it doesn't matter how good Thunder's gonna get, you know, I mm -hmm. feel like, you know, they'll give it a couple years with one, you know, specific group and they'll they'll (laughs) just start trading again, like. For for me, it's really hard to be a Thunder fan. Like like, mm-hmm. like don't get me wrong, you know I'll always root for them just because they're you know home team. But for sure, uh, you know you can't get used to a lineup because it won't last long. 
You know, they're always yeah. trading somebody. I feel like, you know, if they could, they would trade Rumble for some draft picks. <laughs> trade away Rumble. Just get out of here, Rumble. We know we know you're our beloved. Yeah, the uh, poor guy. No, um, I agree. You know, I, you know, I, I, I you know, and I, I'm not going to go out here and say that I'm, uh, I'm a, uh, I'm a basketball savant. But you know, following the game off and on my entire life, you know, my my older brother, big basketball fan. You know, I kind of uh, got into it off and on. You know, um, uh, huge, still a huge uh, Allen Iverson fan. AI, you know, for life. So, um, but, uh, you know, I agree, you know, I, I, I think um, one of those things of um, you, you well, well, I, at one point you had James Harden, you had Russell Westbrook, you had um, uh, Kevin Durant, um, you know, and then uh, all three became MVPs. Um, so um, uh, not, not bad scouting, you know, on the Thunder. Yeah. Like, could you imagine if like the Thunder just stuck it out, you know, with mm-hmm. with that group, and had you know the KD, the Russell Westbrook, and the and the James Harden of today. Like, dude, you know that that would be so gnarly, you know, just just a yeah, and then oh, for sure, and then you know, and then later on, you know, you we had uh, talked about Stephen Adams, and then you had um, uh, Nick Collison, you know, so it was like you, the Thunder will. They'll bring in really, and then uh, of course um, Chris Paul. You know when uh, the the Hornets, the Charlotte Hornets, were briefly the Oklahoma City Hornets. Uh, that's how Chris Paul Chris Paul started with Oklahoma City, actually. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, so it was uh, you know really cool. You know to to, to see uh, CP3 back. Um, you know if it was maybe for not even a whole season, it was like three fourths of a season, um, but. Yeah, I don't know. Not really much to be said. You know, of course, uh, I you know OU won recently. You know, uh, yesterday, day before. Um, don't know no. if you're. Ah, okay. Well, all right. So, but <laughs> that, uh, that, that just told you everything you needed to know about. Me. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. So, um, you know, and of course that um, that uh, uh, um, man. Oh, uh, um, you know. Speaking of basketball, I know you bringing those together. You know, Trey Young's out there doing doing some big things in uh, in Atlanta. So, shout as out much to that, as I man. hate to admit it, you know, because damn, I'm an OSU fan until the day I die. I bleed orange, but Trey Young okay. is is straight making buckets in in NBA. He is, man. It's a super talented guy, super talented kid, you know, um, just out there. Yeah, and then really kind of slowly becoming. Um, the face of that uh, Atlanta Atlanta Hawks uh, franchise. So, you know, um, yeah, man. I mean, a lot of a lot, lot of good stuff to look forward to. So, twenty twenty one definitely will be. You know, I'm going to go ahead and go on record and say that it's going to be better than twenty twenty, like it has to be, right? So, I think for wrestling, um, I, you know, uh, for wrestling for sports, just for us, you know. Got so, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So we'll we'll uh, we'll leave it there. Ominously, um, you, got any, you got any other things? Uh, you know, you, well, I guess maybe I should ask you, what are your uh, New Year's resolutions for twenty twenty? Man, I really want to. You know, and I'm not big on doing you know resolutions because I never fall through with them. But 
I really want to release an EP, you know, whether it be like metal or, um, you know, grunge or something like that. I really want to release an EP. That's probably my biggest thing. You know, I've uh, been sitting on some material and learning how to, you know, record and, you know, do a little bit of mixing and mastering and programming drum loops and all that good stuff. So 2021, I think, is going to be my year where I finally debut into the already overly saturated music scene <laughs> <laughs> hey man you know uh they're, they're, they're definitely due for some more uh Nathan john so who who doesn't want more Nathan than john in their life right hey i mean you got me <laughs> there you go what, what, what kind of resolutions do you have or do you do that man you know i i, I think just overall staying healthy you know um i uh you know um at the beginning of this year you know, um, I was uh, heavier than I am now. So, you know, definitely was able to lose some weight this year, you know, kind of uh, make healthier options, cut way back on uh, the fast food, uh, the soda, you know, the Dr. Pepper. Um, and I was able to make healthier body choices, you know, um, have done some stuff, have uh, got rid of some people that uh, weren't, uh, weren't good for my mental health. So um, uh, going into 2021, just looking forward uh, to you know making making more changes you know. Just, well, I'm uh, still here, so that must mean I'm doing good. <laughs> there you go. So uh, definitely, I uh, doing more episodes of this podcast. Um, you know, for those of you who don't know, if you want to peek behind the curtain, uh, Dathan and I do this on Skype. So hopefully, we can get together and start doing some uh, when it's safe and everything's good. Hopefully, we yeah. can start getting together and doing these in person. Um, you know, and I'd look forward to having some guests on the show and just and doing stuff with my other podcast and just just doing stuff that makes me happy and you know, being there growing. to growing exactly, you know, the 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 glow up as they say. So <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but uh hey man, I I definitely appreciate uh doing this for you or doing this for, not for you, with you rather. I definitely appreciate doing this with you. It's uh you know, I know that we're uh, still new to this whole game. And, uh, you know, for what it's worth, I appreciate, you know, getting together with you and talking wrestling, talking the sport of kings, you know, so. Always <laughs> it is definitely a pleasure, my friend. Oh, there you go. So, uh, and I didn't even pay him to say that. So, there you go. <laughs> but, um, but that's going to be it for us, guys. Uh, by the time you hear this, it will be the beginning of the new year. So, uh, best of luck to all of you and everything that you do. Uh, if you want to find us. On Facebook, you can do that at Spudplex Podcast. That is Spudplex Podcast. S P U D P L E X Podcast on Facebook. Um, if you're listening to this on Spotify, um, you can check us out on YouTube if you'd like. If you uh, Spotify account is free, um, but if you want even more free, check us out on YouTube. Uh, Spud Spudplex podcast on YouTube, Spotify, everywhere. Uh, if you want to see what Dathan and I are doing in our day to day lives, uh, you can check check us out on Instagram. You can find me, Jesse White Deer, at J White Deer on Instagram.com. Uh, not Instagram.com, on the Instagram app, J White Deer. You can find him at D. John Mustard. That is D. John Mustard. And John is J-O-H-N. D. John Mustard. 
It is. It's also the greatest thing to dip your french fries in. <laughs> there you go. It all comes to back together. You can dip your french fries in it. Uh, you know, I, I put it on uh, Popeye's biscuits before. It's good stuff. So there you go. But uh, yeah. Um, um, Never a there you go. on this podcast. <laughs> all right, for sure. So all of uh, two of you that are listening now, or 200, who knows? Uh, the 2,000 really of you. Yeah, the millions. Hey, millions. <laughs> no, but uh, yeah, definitely. Well, uh, it's getting late, everybody, so we're going to go ahead and get off here. But uh, we appreciate all of you for sticking around. Uh, we look forward to sharing uh, 2021 with all of you as well. Uh, and definitely keep listening to us. Keep watching wrestling. Keep watching sports. Uh, if you would like, you can send us a message on Facebook. You can message us privately on Instagram. Um, you can shoot us an email if you'd like at spudflexpodcast, all one word, at uh, gmail.com. Uh, yeah, and, uh, if you want to get a question on the air, you can do that as well. Or... Uh, you can just listen to us babble, whatever works for you. <laughs> but uh, all righty, everybody. Well, we will see you next time in the time after that. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.